Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joining us on the phone is the coach of the team currently sitting at the top of the ANZ Premiership, Yvette McCausland-Drury. G'day, Yvette. How are you doing? Kia I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Congratulations on getting to the peak. You, you timed your run beautifully, haven't you? <laughs> well, we're about to find out on oh, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be in a position where we've got some control, I guess, of the outcome. So, yeah, really pleased with the team. It's um, been a slow and steady process, but um, look, some moments you look back and think could have been better and others where you think, geez, that was lucky. So <laughs> I think it's always a bit of a mixed bag. How did you feel after last night's game, event? Because it got a little bit close there in the middle, but you pulled away with a pretty strong lead, oh. uh, 51-43 over the tactics. Yeah, look, probably relief really in the end. It wasn't, um, I thought the tactics played really well. They had lots of, you know, good um, mobility in their defence and that confused the space and we got quite caught up with the timing of the release of the pass and defensively I thought they really hustled well as well, um, you know, pushing hard to take that first receiver. So I thought they put us under some, you know, really good pressure And but pleased with the way the players came through, particularly in that fourth quarter and um, managed to push away. It was an important win for you guys because as you've said this Friday now, mm. on the surface it looks like whoever wins that game will decide who gets that home final, but the stars are kind of lurking in the background. Do you know the equation, it? and have you talked to yeah. your team about it? Yes, we have. I've um, each week just been, uh, it's a fine balance, isn't it, when you, you try to forecast and is that the right thing to do or you just keep people in the present but decided over the last couple of weeks just to give them a bit more of a picture. So we've been keeping a close eye on goal differential and, and agree with you this week's, um, we've talked about Friday being like a semi-final and that opportunity to still have control of our next outcome. So um, by... You know, looking at the numbers, we've got that um, differential, the goal differential, and the stars are doing really well. So it's amazing to have such a close contest right down to the last few games. Um, but yeah, it looks looks like we've got enough to be able to control what we need to do. And if we lose, well, you can't get to finals if you lose games. So it's pretty simple: win and win and get there, and lose and face the uh, wrath of the next um, the next team. Absolutely, that's the only equation we need, isn't it? Uh, Yvette, with the Pulse, you guys, you're going in for your fifth final in the sixth year of the ANZ Premiership. Why do you think uh, this franchise has been so dominant since the Premiership started? It's the coach, isn't it? Yeah, it's the coach. <laughs> oh, God, I'd, li- I'd like to think that it's, uh, you know, it's always a combination of factors. You, you can't underestimate a playing group and their ability to feel really confident about what they're doing and confident in who they are, and I think we've built that over time, despite this being a reasonably new group, um, definitely think that the input of having other specialist coaches and other voices in the likes of Waimatama and Sandy and, of course, our assistant now, Anna, I think all of that just keeps people feeling fresh and energised. And um, I think for us too, just the proximity to our training venue, their lifestyles are reasonably uncomplicated in lots of ways and they get to make netball a priority over that um, period of time we all do we 
you know, a number of us live away from home and we make a massive commitment to uh, make sure that net- netball's our priority in that six-month period. So I think there's a lot lot of factors in there, but I'd like to hope that mostly they enjoy it and um, through that they, they're able to express their potential. And I don't think we've played at our best as yet, and sometimes you don't, I guess, in a season. So I'm hopeful we can still be better. I'm glad you brought up um, Waimanama, Tomanu and Sandra Edge, two legends of New Zealand netball mm. that you've got beside you every now and then coaching. Two big personalities to Yvette. How does sort of a typical training work with them floating around? Yeah, we have um, once a week they come in for 30 minutes and it's an opportunity for me to just go and then work alongside one of them if there's a particular focus area that I am um, wanting to, to, to look at. I'll set an overview of what I want covered across each of the sections. And so Anna takes the shooting end, Sandy in the middle, and Y in the defence end. So I'll set the overall focus and then have the opportunity to get around in that half hour and have a look at all of them or stay particularly focused in one. Uh, and then I take over the, the rest of the session at the end of it. So, yeah, I, I just think it's really good for players to learn to listen to other people, to take on board um, new information and be really open to growing and learning and I think it's nice to get out of the space that it's always about, you know, the team tactical aspects and really just help them go away feeling like they've worked on some individual technical pieces for themselves and um, that enhances their ability to feel confident. So I'm, I'm really pleased that I had that and I think it just, you know, requires you as a head coach to not have the ego that you've got all the answers and that you know everything, but in fact, actually it's the, the sum total of a number of people, including players themselves, that Um, have the answers and it's finding that opportunity for them to be able to express that. Yvette, if you win against the Mystics and get the home home final it means you get a bit of a break Mm. obviously and there is that elimination final and something Storm and I were talking about earlier is as a player she hated having the time off, you know, having the buyer, if you like. What would Mm. you, what will you do as a coach to sort of counteract that for your team if that's where you end up? Yeah, I've written up a couple of plans um, for either scenario and I think just near the back end of the season we've definitely got some tired bodies and I think not just the physical but also the mental piece. So I agree it's a really fine balance. Do you keep momentum and and keep running with it? So um, in place of that we will have match play. We've been really fortunate like all franchises to have a, a group of really strong men that come in and support that process. So We'll definitely have match play to emulate as much as we can uh, a normal week leading in. But um, yeah, I think we might be quite grateful for a little bit of uh, yeah, respite and break at this point. And saying that, thinking about it, Yvette, had I been playing this season, I'd probably be grateful for the break as well <laughs> after what you guys have been through. Um, looking ahead to Friday, though, against the Mystics, have you got your ear to the ground? Do you know who might be playing? Will Grace make an appearance? What's the goss? Yeah, look, I, I'm not very good with knowing what's going on, to be honest, until it's right in front of me. But I'm expecting that a number of them, you know, due to COVID, will be on a return to play program. So I'm anticipating and discuss with the players that it's likely they'll be rolling them in and out and making sure that they get adequate breaks. And sometimes that's really hard because it breaks that rhythm and you have to keep learning you know, what's the player going to bring and they come with a fresh set of legs and new energy. So I think that adds um, a little bit for us to think about. Um, unsure if Grace is, is going to be there and we certainly know the threat that she is, an incredible player and really hard to stop that big ball that goes in. Fortunately, we've got Kelly who 
height-wise is probably getting near that um, potential, but we still know that she's a huge threat. But they've got threats across, you know, the whole court. They've got a number of silver ferns there, so we're anticipating. They, they want the same outcome we want. It's absolutely like a semi-final and do or die. So I'm sure they've learnt a lot over the last few weeks and how they're going to put their roster together based on that. Um, maybe some additionals will come in, but... Um, yeah, I keep thinking, gosh, we've got enough to worry about with ourselves, so <laughs> yeah. I'll keep focused on us. <laughs> now, Kelly Jerry, you just mentioned her name. She is a favourite mm. of um, ours on this mm. show. I do a Team of the Week event, and I think she's been my goalkeep just about every week, if not uh, five times she's been my, there you go, five times she's been my goalkeeper of the week. What has made her so good this season, and what are you noticing, I guess, behind the scenes that we might not get to see? Yeah, look, I think one of the things that I've really recognised with Kelly, and I think it goes back to last season, having been exposed to goal defence and that opportunity to go out there and run a bit more, she got a lot fitter, um, understood what the impact of a goal defence is on a goal keep, and um, alongside that, had the ability to really work on footwork. And it's been a constant for her um, as part of her personal development is working in that area. And so I think that's made a big difference. And then on the back of that having the co-captaincy and the leadership role, that ability to be at the back and see things not only from your own position but um, a position of, of how everybody else is going, I think that's helped her. But by and large, just hugely professional, does a lot of extra work, is diligent, not only in terms of the gym work and focusing. Obviously, she's had both an Achilles rupture and a shoulder reconstruction, and you wouldn't even tell, uh, just has been... She's super tidy about getting all of that stuff in check, nutrition, recovery, created a lifestyle that's really about performance first. And I think you see it just has a really good mindset, analyzes the game every week, looks at herself and really good at looking at herself and her impact on others and what she can do better and is really clear. So we've been really impressed with um, her ability just to grow as an individual as much as a player. So like you, you probably would put her in that top group each week as well and I've been yeah really pleasantly um, surprised I only had her for one year when I was here last time so it's been really nice to see her grow as a person she was obviously sitting behind a number of um, experienced other leaders at that time in terms of Katrina and Aelia Ran and Claire so it's nice to hear her a bit more and see what she she can also bring. Yes, someone I'm sure will be on that Silver Ferns trialist list, which is being named very soon. Are you expecting to see a few of your players in the yellow and black on that list of it? Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm really, um, I feel, as you've said, Kelly's done a good job. I think Tiana has has got some points of difference and um, has extended her shooting range. So I'd love to see her there. And I thought she did a good job in the international season last year. Um, Maddie's come back from her, you know, what could have been a season-ending injury and has worked really hard. So I think for her, you know, the challenge is where is she best positionally? She's playing wing defence for us at the moment, given we've had a number of injuries in that area and does it well. But previously I've had her as a centre and prior to that a wing attack. So she's probably versatile enough to adapt and adjust. And they're probably in the lead part at the moment, um, top of mind. You, you never know with others. Christiana's certainly got some points of difference, uh, but there's a lot of other defence around, so I'm not sure how they're seeing that. But I'm really pleased with her progress. But I think those other three are, you know, showing that they've got the capacity to take it to the next level. 
Yvette, thanks very much for giving us some time tonight, mate. I know you've got a bit on your mind over the next week or so, so uh, we'll let you get back to it, but really appreciate your time and best of luck for the rest of the final series. Namahi. Good to talk to you both. Thank Thanks, you. Yvette. Yeah, thank you. Yvette McCausland-Drury from uh, the Central Pulse, and uh, it sounds like everything is in their hands, basically, right? Yeah, great approach there. She's always very articulate and calm and, and gets out what she's trying to say very well, so always insightful. Great to chat to Yvette.